Welcome everyone, Bez Hashem. We continue Shai Tshuva, Shai Gimel, Ois Kuf Mem. We are in Shir number 269. It's Tainus Esther, Erev Porim, Yud Gimel, Adar, Beis, Toshin Pei Beis. And Rabbeinu Yoyne continues to discuss the severity of a person, of Avak Ritzicha. A similar case to murder of the Gimel Chamurois is that of a person embarrassing someone. And he brings the Gemara in Bar-Metzia, Whoever goes down to Gehenim, defying gravity, going down, will come up. But there are three exceptions, and the Farshim explain it's only if one does not do tshuva. If one does tshuva, then those exceptions won't be exceptions. Except for the severity of the following three Averus, that they are Yardin, they go down to Gehenim with the Einan and but they do not come up from Gehenim, which means not that they stay there forever, but they are there for a longer period of time. But once again, that can also be undone if a person does proper tshuva before he is nifter, before he passes away. What are these three exceptions? And the first of the three that Chazal tells us is Hamalbin Pnei Chadeya Barabim. Person who embarrasses his friend in public. Someone told me a story. He was davening. He was davening and minding his own business. And he davens. He davens along with Esrei. And someone screamed out in front of the whole entire shul. Someone screamed out. Now this person is matriach litzibur. He keeps the whole entire tzibur waiting. He said it on top for the whole entire shul. Malum pnei chavei barabim. The same person tells me another story also. Another story. He says someone someone was asking him if he could eat by him. And he said he's not going to be around, but he was look he was looking to arrange for this person to go to go eat, eat by someone else. He figured I'm not here, I'm not around for Shabbos, whatever it might be. But maybe someone else can can host him. So he went over to ask someone else, would you like to host Pliny? Pliny hears about this, he overhears the conversation, and he starts screaming. At this man, in front of everyone else, I can arrange my own diet. What did the What did this first year try to do? Try to help him out. If he doesn't ask mechila and if he doesn't do tshuva, he loses a share in the world to come. And then he goes down to Gehenim, and he's there for a longer period of time than the average person who goes to Gehenim. Now, we want to show the severity of this. What are the other cases? Surprisingly, the next case, Chazal tells us, that falls into these three of going down and will be spending longer time in Gehenim, unless they do tshuva, is a person who is a person who gives a derogatory name, derogatory nickname to his friend. Not a nickname that he likes, 
but a derogatory name. And he calls him that. And other people call him that. Once again, it falls in the category of being embarrassed. So a person has to be careful. If there's a nickname, you better make sure that he, he, he's happy with that nickname. Because if it bothers him, it's a very big Avera. Now, what's the third case over here? The third case of a person who be Gehenim and he won't come up when Gehenim, when he should normally come up after Gehenim, after his time in Gehenim, is a person who cohabits with an Ashes Ish. Vahabal Ashes Ish. Now, that we can understand is a very big Avera. So, Ben Yoin explains over here from Chazal that you see that in the same category of the people that go down and don't come up are the person who embarrasses his friend in public and is put in the same category of a person who is cohabiting with an Ashish Ish and does not do tshuva. So he says, says over here that this is the understanding of the severity of Malbim Pnei Chaveiroi. person embarrasses his friend. Like we said yesterday, Kodesh Baruch Hu gave us the teeth in front of the tongue and the lips in front of the teeth. As a safeguard, don't just open your mouth right away. Now it used to be, we... Uh, we're not in a generation of telegraphs, you know, when, when every single letter would cost uh, another X amount of money. But we can remember back to the cell phones when you had X amount of texting. X amount of texting. And if you go over that or you have roaming, then it's the cost. And at the end of the month, you find out, wait a minute, what, what, what's my bill? I have a plan. It's set. What's going on? Why is it more? Because you went over your limit. You only had 500 texting messages and you went over your limit. Now people don't even know what that means. There's no such thing as... A, a, you know, you don't, they don't advertise free texting. <laughs> it's obsolete. Because it's so easy to speak, it's also so easy to speak Lashon Hara. It's so easy to hurt people's feelings. We should try to train ourselves before we say something to our friends, to our spouse, to, to, to anyone, to anyone. Try to think, is this a positive statement I'm about to say? And I'm talking to myself, 100%. I have the same experience like everyone else. Just because I'm sitting in this chair doesn't change, doesn't change the situation. In fact, it might make it harder. Because I'm the one who's saying it now. Is it a positive thing I'm saying to someone? Is it necessary to be said? Will the person appreciate my comment? Even if it might be positive. Is it a good joke? Sometimes we have excuses and we say, oh, it's just a joke. If it's a joke that's going to offend someone, that's not called a joke, it's called a noz dvarim. It's a derisa. We are standing here right before, or sitting here right before Purim. I just want to say that we should be to take out the messages and the lessons from Purim and to apply to our lives. What are the messages and lessons of Purim? We're not just supposed to look back and enjoy the beautiful Yantav of Purim that gave us 
That's not, that's, not, that's not, yes, we know through Chazal. That's not just the main point. Yes, we should have a faith of Purim. But we should not be the same people before Purim as after Purim. We should not be the same people. The same way it was Kimu Vikiblu, the same way they were Mekabal the Tayyar of Ahava. They reaccepted the Tayyar with love. They reaccepted, they realized HaKadosh Baruch Hu is protecting me every single second of my day. They had a greater Avas Atayra to the point where, look, at the end of the Megillah, they were not all happy with Mordechai HaTzadik. Mordechai HaTzadik saved Klai Yisrael. And in the beginning of the Megillah, he is listed, not in the Megillah itself, in, in Nach, he's listed as number three of the generation. After he saves all of Klai Yisrael, he's listed as number five of the generation. You ask, what's going on? If you look at Gemara Megillah, I think that's Tezayin, and the Gemara says over there, from this discussion, that Mordechai is now listed as number five, that Talmud Torah, learning Torah, is greater than Atzalus Nefashis, is greater than saving someone's life. What does that mean? What that means is, if Rachman Litzlan, if God forbid, someone needs to be saved, they fall into, they fall into the water, and you know how to swim. You jump in there. You're learning Gemara. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You're learning. You close. You jump. You don't close. You jump in. You save his life. But what's a greater mitzvah? What's a greater mitzvah? The Gemara is telling us Talmud Torah is a greater mitzvah. There's a lot more to talk on that topic. What we have to take out from Purim is number one. It was the Koyich Atfila, as Rabbi Revda Zetzal elaborates tremendously on in the Sefer Kimu B'Kiblu. It was the Koyich HaTfila that they cried out and poured out their hearts to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that saved them. And the reacceptance of the Torah HaKadosha, Ba'ava, as opposed to originally by Shavuos, when we received the Torah, there was more of a coercion over there. HaKadosh Baruch Hu held the Harsina over our heads like a mountain. That's not for now. We have to leave Purim by telling Hashem, I'm going to learn more. I'm going to be focused more. Akimu v'kiblu. That's what we have to do. And show Avas Yisrael. What's Avas Yisrael? Avas Yisrael says, I care about someone else. If Chas Hashem, someone's drowning, you're going to jump in there and save his life. Avas Yisrael, if you could afford to make a donation to, to the Jews who need salvation in Ukraine, you do that. You do that. Or anywhere that you didn't need help. And if someone spiritually is drowning and he's not learning Torah, you have to bring him in. You have to bring him in. The same way if he would be drowning physically, you would bring him in. If he's drowning spiritually. Kimu v'kiblu. They reaccepted the Torah. We have to bring in those who don't appreciate, don't understand the preciousness of the Torah Doshim, in which everyone afraid of him put him healthy and happy and safe put him.